Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Under the Circumstances podcast with your host, Nilima Baraza. I first of all want to say sorry for my voice. I'm coming down with the mother of all flus. Um, so, yeah, if I cough between this recording, my apologies. I will be healthier in the next episode. I promise. episode was um that's what i'm looking for brought by thought of um invented i'm not really sure but like the main reason i wanted to do this is because of a conversation i've been having with like a lot of people um so the whole idea for this episode is to talking about to talk about sorry uh, friends with benefits so first let me see where this all stemmed from again in this podcast group that i'm in we were talking about platonic friendships and i agree there's platonic friendships because i have friends that are actual men hopefully i don't know if they are and they're naked but like hopefully they're all men that are genuinely my friends of course there are those ones that they're not but majority of my male friends are nice they're friends without hope of it going anywhere so um, when i started talking about it in the group i was like okay so if platonic friendships are such a weird topic because majority of the people in the group are saying you can't have a best friend of the opposite gender so i was like if it, this is such um a taboo to have a friend of the opposite gender how are friends with benefits um created i'm looking i feel like created is the word i should use but like yeah how are friends with benefits formed today my words are just jumbled up uh, it's i have the flu brain you know the virus is out there eating my brain away um so i was like okay if this is this is an important conversation I need to have. I was to have a guest, but I am avoiding people, so I just don't get people the flu. I wish people around me that had the flu would have done the same, probably wouldn't have got the flu. But I respect people's health, so I didn't want to put anyone else that's not related to me and does not leave in this house with me in danger. So the special surprise guest that you're going to have is just me and the background music i guess so yeah that's just as much as i can say on this conversation so i've explained to you guys why i thought about this topic because i believe in platonic uh, relationships but at the same time i wanted to know where friends with benefits are from so i asked around i did like a whole revision keep in mind i have exams this week and next week and i revised on a podcast episode more than i've revised on my exams here's to hoping i don't fail but yeah my voice sounds a bit flaky oh my goodness i'm so sorry guys if i sound this annoying over the earphones or speaker my apologies uh, so moving on and like these conversations i was telling you guys i did a whole research fun fact about me they like researching things 
I like statistics as much as most of the statistics are wrong. Majority of it are wrong. I still like statistics. I like research. I like content. I like background information. So one of the researches I did was on the criteria for friends benefit. And I got a lot of feedback. One of my good friends has said, if you're having a friend with benefit, make sure you're not attracted to them. Not like physically attracted to them because who wants to have sex with someone they're not into, but like attracted to them in the form of you won't get feelings for them. And I was just there and I'm like, okay, so how do you go about this? And then, of course, I asked because... I'm not. I'm never ashamed of saying I don't know shit. So I asked her, like, how do you maintain this, or what does she mean? And she was like, um, if you're getting a friends with benefit, make sure if someone ever tells you guys you should date this disgusting look, like, no, we're not into each other like that. I was like, okay, okay. Step one, I'm writing that rule down. Another response was to constantly remind yourself how you're there. That was also a response of mine. Because I think if you're having a friends with benefits, you need to understand why you guys are together. Um, if it's just sexual, there's no need to complicate it. Um, another criteria for having friends with benefits was pick someone that respects you. I don't know why this idea of friends with benefits of when for you see the flu brain answer to say I don't know why people are saying if your friends benefit you don't have to be nice to the person like courtesy doesn't equate to feelings so yeah find someone that respects you that's a criteria for a friend with benefit um I asked a lot of things but like those are the things I can remember at this exact moment I had everything written down but um yeah I just want to say I can't remember. So sorry about that. But um, one another thing I did look into was what did I look into? Oh shit! I okay now I remember because now I'm trying to remember everything in the exact space. But yeah, like another thing I looked into was. Of course, it's just like that whole attraction thing because last week I talked about auras and attraction. So I was looking into should your auras match or should it just be like different auras? And my advice to that was find someone who your aura blends with because there's no need of mixing two different people. I'm not, I'm not, I've not been a believer in soul ties, but I also, but I still believe in like sexual energies. You're not in the point of if someone is depressed to get the depression or if someone is sick, you know, but in sexual energies of if sex is what you're giving out, sometimes it drains you if you expect more from it. And I'm going to say this because there's this thing about what people say they've been digmatized. My opinion on that has always been you're not being digmatized. It's just that you want so much and the only thing this man is offering is his dick. So you just take the little he gives you. Well, big if you're digmatized. But yeah, you take the thing he gives you and you run with it. So when someone asks you what's going on, you say you're digmatized. But in all honesty, it's just you're clinging on to something, to the only thing he can give rather and this applies to even people that are saying I'm pussy whipped. I'm like, no, bro. You're just settling. 
because you're scared of losing this person so if sex is what they're giving sex is what you're accept, um, accepting um no one ever says they've been um, mindized or mind whipped because most like, you get my point guys like it's never about what this like it's just it's an emotional um roller coaster where you accept whatever you get but yeah that's just that's just it my next research was on the rules of friends with benefits because i'd mentioned about the criteria but like i never talked about the rules one rule i got was and i'm going to ask this is it okay to ask your friends with benefits not to sleep with other people because apparently if you're friends with benefits you don't have a say but for me is if i'm sleeping with you i want you to be sexually um healthy because there's no need for me to sleep with someone then we're out here passing diseases man we can't be fighting corona aids and an sti in the same body that's just too much so that is one rule for me that's my rule is to respect each other sexually another rule i got is you can't spend a lot of time together so that means if once the sex is over all of you go your separate ways there's this thing sometime back uh, it's a photo where they're saying um the five rules of a dick appointment where you don't leave your clothes in the guy's house which makes sense i'm really like leaving my clothes in anyone's house except for my best friends but eh, um my sister's house when other people are actually don't mind leaving my things at but yeah it is saying one thing don't leave your things there second thing is of course you'll get the 10 to 15 minutes of gtko where you're just surviving asking each other about the weather but doesn't go more than 15 minutes because you came here to be planted senseless not to tell someone about how it trained in your side of town which it did by the way trained here like two three hours ago um another thing about that decommitization the decappointment photo was why can't i remember like there's so much they're talking about but when i do i'll def- most definitely add it to my next conversation but those are the two things i can remember which made a bit of sense because and um, who wants to that's what i want to say who wants to go to a decappointment only to talk about their fears and think like visit a therapist not someone that's there for an orgasm but yeah that was rule number two um rule number three about an fwb was you can't talk to each other all the time so this cute random uh phone calls and i think for friends with benefits who knew as in friends with benefits is very complicated I feel like that's why most people try to move away from them. Another rule is friends with benefits can last more than a year. So I was like, okay, what happens when it lasts longer than a year? Like, does that mean you guys are dating? Um, there's this girl that said she tried friends with benefits. And then she's like, I can't do this shit. Because she, she gets easily attached. So my next question from that was like, what do you do? If you're the type to get attached easily, how do you manage friends with benefits? And she was like, there's no need. If you're the type to get attached to everything, there is no need to try friends with benefits because these things will drain you. So she was like, if you're an attachment person, you should do one night stands if you don't want anything serious. 
And I was like, much respect. I don't know if I'm an attachment type of person because I don't like build my future with everyone I meet. But I have this thing where I build my future with like random people. I'll be told something about you. And then I don't know you. I don't like right now I have this whole idea in my mind about like my relationship, my marriage, my life as president with some random dude that I don't know, I've never met. Literally, all I know about him is something I've been told. And I was like, oh, he sounds amazing. He's probably a piece of shit. But uh, I don't know him. So in my mind, he's a good dude. I've even had like this whole speech that I'll have right down when I win the election. You know, it's, I'm, you know I'm the type that invests in my fantasies. If I'm building a castle in the sky, I'm making sure it has... All the necessities, my interior is done, my bathtub is beautiful, my closet is filled, and my windows are big. I make sure my fantasy castle is amazing. I'm not about here to build a fantasy castle with cardboard. No, we're using the finest bricks. Um, You know, I go overboard with my fantasies. So I won't necessarily say I'm an attachment human being, but if you're the type to get attached quickly, there is um, an option to do one night stands and friends with benefits. And then another rule, and this is not just friends with benefits, this goes across to everyone that's sexually active, is to get tested. I am an advocate of safe sex. That means um, protection, birth control, abortion, that's all I advocate for, like, be safe. Like before you sleep with someone, get tested. Of course, there's times where you just don't get tested with a person and you go all the way. But after that, you should go get tested on your own. Like, it's better to just be safe. You shouldn't just test for pregnancy only. There's so much out here we're battling. And this goes for dudes also. Fun fact, I learned dudes are the ones that carry HPV. Uh, so they're the carriers. It's... Instead them causing us these things, HPV can cause cervical cancer. You can Google on HPV, by the way. It's it's very it's a weird conversation, but there's there's um, there's so much information. There's something I was looking for in that in regards to uh, HPV, but I forgot. But yeah, like that's one thing I learned that men are actual carriers, and then unrelated, and people are talking about grammar problems that they hate and some girl was like i hate when people say in regards to and i was like okay i say in regards to but i've always thought as the one that has said badly apparently no i'm actually saying it correctly i remember some issues i make like i remember sometime in class seven i made a mis a grammar mistake i'm very sure everyone around me at that time can't even remember this but i do and then later on, when I started thinking about it, I was like, oh, wait, I didn't make a mistake. These people did make, they corrected me for something I had said. But yeah, that was years ago. Oh, shit, I'm actually old. Old, old. Like the fact that class seven is years ago is alarming because now I have cousins that are in class seven. And I don't know how to take that because I see them grow. I, I really don't know how to take that. Probably the flu is making me question everything I've done in my life. But I'm just from reading Magunga's uh, blog on 30th birthday. And I'm very content because he's 30 and he hasn't... Like, all the things he has done are uh, waves. Like, they have 
high amplitude and then just just flatten out and they go up again and that's at 30 and i'm 23 so i have so much time to fuck up before i have to get my life together probably when i'm like 40 so yeah if you're my age this is a time to get those shitty ass tattoos that you'll regret 10 years from now but you still had fun when you did it yeah that's another thing in regard to like the fwbs make sure you have fun in the process it was a rule i was actually told and i didn't know there's some people that don't have fun today on twitter there's some girl that was complaining about how her boyfriend doesn't like giving her head and i was like can lingus is a good thing and then she was like okay she's thinking about cheating but the guy is perfect i'm like uh, sexual compatibility is very important if you love three years in a relationship and you're still not getting kind of lingers and all you think about is leaving it's fine to leave but i don't advocate to cheat because now you're cheating on a guy because he wouldn't go down on you as much as that feeling is good like what's the point my question now for this and you can text me your feedback the way you did last time can you have an fwb if you're in a relationship um yeah like i know that's considered cheating but like i just had a question in, in that because i like side niggas your friends or just side people i've never understood cheating at least because i'm just lazy so i'm not about to dedicate my time to two people like i know one boyfriend makes me happy what of three but then oh my god do i even have time to entertain three guys guys are exhausting so i add to my already full plate my plate is even leaking because of how um exhaust because of how packed it is not about to add someone else to it but yeah those are some of the rules that i got um that's but the most important one and i got was now getting tested and that it shouldn't last one year more than one year and i just want to know if that applies to everybody or just this girl um and then I asked someone their worst experience than FWB because when I told you I, went, I did a research, I did did a research. Like I went deep down, dug deep. Um, I'm looking for sexual innuendos to add to this. Oh my god, this flu is really, really bad. If it's me without sexual innuendos, it's breaking my feelings. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, I was asking someone the worst experience with FWBs, and then this girl was like, um, the FWB slept with the best friend. And I'm like, I mean, but don't friends come first? Like, keeping it in the family or some shit like that. And she's like, she doesn't mind that she slept, he slept with her best friend. It's just that, um, would she say, what? It's like, it was bad because the best friend knew she was developing feelings and she still went ahead and slept with this guy for after the devil fear people not just women or men just fear people in general and i asked her well if she ever got another fwb she's like yeah as in one bad experience won't stop her from leaving but like right now she's so cautious she never introduces her fwbs to her friends not that she's scared that or insecure that she'll be taken but to just maintain that friendship because the moment you start meeting each other's friends this is something that's developing this is as serious as shit i was like okay i am learning a few things i'm i'm amazed about how 
people have been living life. I'm just there vibing, just living my best life, celebrating shit. Um, but that was one experience. Another one, I asked her her worst her friends with benefit experience. And she's like, she's never had a bad friends with benefits experience because she always ends it when the purpose of the relationship is done. So she was like, two, three months into the relationship and she's like, okay, I'm done. You are here for sex. The sex now is getting boring, so peace. And I was like, yeah, much respect. Like, I was like, what do you do? But she's saying one of the friends with benefits now ended up being a boyfriend and they've been together for like two, two years. Almost two years. And I asked her um, if she's friends with like her other friends with benefits. And her thought was there's no need to be friends with her former FWBs. Because now that's just, it's a weird place. Because the boyfriend was an FWB and then they got feelings for each other. And started being jealous about each other so they decided to date. And... Um, my next question for that was if you're friends with benefits can your friendship ever go back to just being friends once the sex is done and most people are like no no there's no way like once you guys have had sex there's no coming back from that and then I was like but if you're friends with benefits doesn't it mean you're friends first before the benefits so if the benefits are taken can't you just be friends again? It's like be. And then people are like, it's like being friends with your ex. I'm like, but I'm friends with my ex. Not necessarily friends because we talk occasionally. But, you know, we're not at the enemies. And someone is like, if you're friends with benefits and then you go back to being friends, it's usually a weird thing because sometimes someone will bring it up. And then um, I, I didn't have the energy to argue that out first because I'm. I was speaking from a place of zero knowledge and so someone that has tried it I was like okay I will try and take your word for it but it's something I know about myself I'm the type of it like this a whole like 600 meters from now turn the other way I'm like I mean if you, saw, if you went through the hole and came out see maybe I can do the same that's why I, like, I've always thought of having a mentor, but then I think about, am I ready for someone to tell me, no, I did this? Like, like learning from someone has never been a problem for me. It's But do you learn from mentors? Do you ask for advice? Like, what's going on? Because for me, I can ask for coding advice from random strangers that like coding because I'm learning every step of the way. But, like, I've never had a mentor-mentor because I'm not sure if I'm good with being told what to do or learning from someone's life. So I've always said I need a mentor that will understand. They'll probably tell me this color is black, you're good with orange, but I still try black. With a, I wouldn't give 100% to black, because I know I'm good with orange, but I'll give it a percentage just to see if I'm actually really, really that bad with black. So, yeah. So even this friend of mine that was telling me friends benefits is complicated and you can't be friends again, I'll probably just do it for statistics. Like, okay, let me see if I can go back to being friends with this person. So, yeah, here's to new experiences. Um, another thing I did ask was if she had advice on, like, people that want to get friends with benefits. I was asking that Loki for myself. I just needed to know how to go about it. And she was like, there's no, there's no advice for anyone in 
relation to this because it's a different experience for everyone. Her first friends with benefits was weird. Her second one was eh. Her third one ended up being her boyfriend. So it's not like there's one process to go about. It's just basically life. Like all of us have different ways to go about this thing. Who oh, I'm holding back a cough because I've gone 24 minutes without coughing and I'm proud of myself. So I don't want to make this bad. But like that's basically what I learned on like two on friends with benefits. I've been using people's experiences to explain the story. Um, it'll have been a longer episode had I not been dying. Well, not necessarily dying, but feeling like shit. So, before I cough at the end of this podcast episode, I just want to bid you guys goodbye. Remember to be kind. Remember to fall in love with yourself every day. And most importantly... Uh, to be kind and to spread love. This has been your host, Nelly Mabaraza. Until next time, bye.